Welcome to episode six of the Countryline Songwriters series, where you'll hear from some of the most successful artists and songwriters working in Nashville today. Country music is all about storytelling, and this is where you'll discover the stories from the people themselves of how they managed to find their way into such a competitive industry and rise to the top, what motivates and inspires them, and what they've learned along the way. Lainey Wilson was born in Baskin, Louisiana, and caught the musical bug at an early age. She started writing lyrics when she was just nine years old and learned to play the guitar at the age of 11. After finishing high school, she moved to Nashville and lived in a trailer in the parking lot of a recording studio where the manager gave her an electrical hookup. After a few years of playing local shows and working on her songwriting, her breakthrough came in 2021 with the release of her album, Saying What I'm Thinking. It featured the number one single, Things a Man Ought to Know. Her latest album, Bell Bottom Country, was released in October of 2022. And in March of 2023, she made her way over to the UK and Ireland to perform at the C2C Festival, which is when I, Stuart Banford, chatted with her. The Countryline Songwriters Series with Lainey Wilson. Finally, welcome to Dublin. We're here. We're here. We're ready to party. We spoke last October. It was just before the release of the Bell Bottom Country album. Now the album's been out. You've had a chance to take it to the stage. Have your thoughts on any of this collection of songs changed in any way? You know what? I feel like we, we definitely made sure that when we were choosing songs for this record that we chose the ones that were going to go over the best live because... I mean, that's where I feel live is on stage. And it's been really cool to just watch people. I mean, my gosh, they have learned every single word. They know the words better than I do in certain times and places, you know. And it's just cool to see it come to life like that, you know. It all starts with an idea. It all starts with a thought, with a guitar riff. And then when you see thousands of people singing it back to you, uh, there's no other feeling quite like it. I have a brother who couldn't yeah. name you one country star, yeah. but he knows who you are because he watches Yellowstone. Yeah, I'm telling you, the show has, has done wonders just for country music in general. And it's done wonders for the Western way of life, which it's, it's kind of like made it cool again, um, which in my opinion, it should have never not been cool. But it seems like everybody is wanting to be a cowboy nowadays because of Yellowstone. And it's, it's crazy to think that a show can have that much of an impact and even being a part of the soundtrack of the show has done wonders for me so whenever taylor sheridan asked me to be actually in the show um i knew that it it was going to take it to the next level and it did just that you know it was circumstantial the way it worked out but has it maybe now piqued your interest in pursuing acting anymore for sure i'm all about being creative and no matter what songwriting is going to be my number one because that's where it started and that's why I'm here and I've had these other opportunities is because of my songwriting. So that's always going to be the foundation, but I love stepping outside of my comfort zone. I love trying things that are a little scary because I feel like if you're not doing that, you're not growing. And you played arenas in the States last year with Luke Combs. You're playing stadiums with him this year. Um, What's that been like? Insane. So I actually, I have known Luke Combs since Mm -hmm. 2014, almost 10 years. Uh, First time I met him, it was downtown Nashville. I saw him playing a writer's night. And I remember tapping him on the shoulder and telling him, I said, I want to write a song with you. And he said, okay, well, I'll make a trip back to Nashville. He wasn't even living there at the time. And he used to come over to my camper trailer and we'd write songs together. And it's just really cool to to see him remember, you know, um, remember those people that he met in the beginning, the ones that he was writing with 10 years ago, and he's kind of paying it forward. He he is exactly who he used to be. 
Is there any truth? I don't know if this is just clickbait or there is truth to this. Is there a collaboration coming or? I mean, fingers crossed, that would be pretty dang cool. And I mean, I know at some point in time um, it will happen just because we're we're great friends. And uh, I feel like me and him are are both country to the core. And I feel like our audiences are pretty dang similar. Um, That's why it just makes sense for me to be out on the road with him. So let's make it some more clickbait. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So uh, earlier this month, you attended the uh, Billboard Women in Music Awards and you were given the Rule Breaker Award. That must have been unreal to be in a room filled with females just dominating their own genres and you're there representing country. Yes, that's it's mind blowing, honestly. And, you know, when they said we got the Rule Breaker Award, I'll be honest, I didn't even realize we were breaking any rules. We were just doing our thing, you know, and um, but I'll take it. I'll take it. I, I do feel like we have we've tried to make sure that we're not worried about, you know, what people are doing on either side of us. I just I try to keep my head down and and do what I do and and try to do it the best that I can do it. And, you know, I feel like there's been a lot of women who have paved the way for me to be able to do that. And it feels pretty cool to know that maybe I'm doing that for somebody else, too. You won so many awards last year, but two of the most notable were New Artist of the Year and Female Vocalist at the CMAs. Do you ever dwell on like how unheard of it is for someone to win those two awards on the same night? It's wild, and um, you might want to double-check this, but I will say I think the last time that happened when somebody won um, new artist as well as female vocalist was 2007 with Carrie Underwood, right, okay. and then I think it was 1995 with Allison Krauss. So those are some pretty big shoes to fill, um, but I'm willing to give it a shot. You know when I listen to you, I hear Leanne Womack. She's got to be a great inspiration, right? She's, she's one of my biggest inspirations. I remember exactly where I was when I heard I Hope You Dance for the first time. And I remember the way the song made me feel. I remember thinking, I've got to make people feel this way. Whatever this feeling is, I couldn't even put my finger on it. It was sixth grade. And um, I love her voice. I love her delivery. I mean, she is the voice of country music, in my opinion. When I think of female country music, I think of that pure country voice. And just to go back briefly to the CMAs, you obviously performed Wait in the Truck with Hardy. It was just the performance of the night. Uh, When you were on that stage, there's superstars of country in the room. You're live on TV for millions all around the world. When you were sitting in the truck, Hardy's doing his first verse and you're waiting for the chorus. What's going through your mind? I don't know if he's an angel Cause angels don't do what he did He was helping to find Oh, my heart was beating out of my chest. I'm not going to lie to you. What's crazy is, even if it is a televised performance like that, um, I get just as nervous doing something like that as I do sitting here with 20 people around. Right. No matter what, I am nervous, and I kind of feel like when I stop getting nervous, I might need to be a little worried. It means I care. Do you have like a Beyonce, Sasha Fierce alter ego for the stage? I guess you could kind of say that. <laughs> I mean, that alter ego kind of comes out to um, off stage as well. I've, I try to make sure that I'm myself. Of course, I got to turn it on, and there's times when. I'm not feeling good. I mean, even this past week, I've 
I lost my voice and I've been having to kind of just push through. So you got to dig down deep and you got to find some things inside of you that, um, you know, that are down in there, but come out every now and then. I hope it's not too personal, but how's your father doing? Thank you. I appreciate that. He's doing good. He's, um, he is on the up and up and, you know, it's been a, a long journey and he's still, he's still got a ways to go, but, um, he's still here. He's kicking and he was driving the tractor the other day. He's getting ready to plant corn and get back to doing the things that he loves to do. And as long as he's doing that, I'm happy. And later in the year, you're going to be touring with Hardy. I mean, that's going to be mental. It is going to be a show. It's going to be a show, a show. And um, if you have not seen Hardy live, it is literally like a WWE wrestling match. That's the that's the best way that I can explain it. I mean, he might as well be like jumping off and doing the people's elbow on somebody. I love him. I think he is, I mean, he's the bee's knees. Everything from his songwriting to his performing to just the kind of dude he is. Do you know what I love? your version of you can't always get what you want Thank you. for the stones the stone cold country album um did you get to choose the song you can't always get what you want but if you try sometimes well you just might find was a collaborative effort okay. um that was definitely one of my favorite songs of theirs i love the meaning of it i love the vibe of it i mean of course nobody can do the stones like the stones do the stones but the stones have influenced everything about country music um and especially for me you know i, I feel like certain songs that i record the guitars are loud and um, it's kind of out there and they've given me that confidence to just do it you know, when people talked about their hair being too long or they talked about their music being too loud, their hair got longer and their music got louder. And I appreciate that about people. I appreciate when people just go against the grain and they do it how they want to do it. You know, because you take on music like that, that mm -hmm. many would say you should never touch, but you've managed to make it your own, which, I mean, how do you even do that? I will say it's very hard, and uh, but... The, the musicians in Nashville definitely, you know, put their own little thing on it and, and gave it that, that, that's something special. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty risky when you say, hey, I want to, I want to do a, a cover of the Rolling Stones. I mean, you better be careful with that. You know what I'm saying? It's sacred. It's sacred. So in a strange full circle moment, um, I know the first song that you learned to play on the guitar was Billy Ray Cyrus' Icky Bricky Heart. And then you started, um, eighth grade, you started going out and doing kids' parties at yeah. the weekend as a Hannah Montana tribute yeah. act. Um, it's funny, but I admire how even at that young age you were putting yourself out there. And really in hindsight, how priceless was that education in learning how to hold a room hold the attention you know oh my gosh it was vital I will tell you you know one day I'd be playing a three-year-old's birthday party and the next day I'd be playing at the nursing home down the street so it was it was one of those things where I had to learn my audience I had to learn my crowds and the truth is you have to be able to adjust I'm not going to talk to the little old lady the same way that I talked to the three-year-old little girl and um those things have definitely come in handy I've learned how to just you know, even when it comes to getting ready fast for a show, if we're pushed for time, um, doing those Hannah Montana birthday parties, I mean, I had to just throw on a wig, throw on an outfit, and get out there and just do my thing. And I still kind of feel the same way. 
Would you love to uh, work with Miley at some point? Oh my gosh! Actually, before you even came in here, we were we were sitting around talking about it and manifesting it. It's going to happen. Because you are a wee bit outside the box. Who out there, not even in the country world, yeah. who would be on your... Like, I could see you working with, like, a, a Steven Tyler or a Lenny Kravitz. Oh who would you love to work with? Well, of course. I mean, those that would be pretty dang cool. But um, definitely Miley. Uh, I would love to do something with Silk Sonic, mm. um, Anderson Pock, and Bruno. Um, there's a group called Lake Street Dive that I really like. I think their stuff is awesome. Alan Stone. Um so many different things. I want to try it all. Why not? Why not? Why not? And just finally, um, <laughs> there's a little child in me that wants to ask you this question, right? So obviously, not only has your music gone viral, but so has <laughs> your backside, right? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I love the way, like, like, I've busted my ass on radio, and if someone turned around and, like, they're never going to do it for me, but if they made that comment, I'd be like, do you know what I mean? I know. But you're like, well, whatever brings you to the you party. By the way, check out the music. Do you ever, um, <laughs> when you're standing on stage, because mm -hmm. it's now become a thing, yeah. do you ever even catch people out of the corner of your eye just staring at oh, your ass? Yes, you, yes, they're always looking at this big old thing. It's hard, it's hard <laughs> to miss, I'll be honest with you. Um, but I'm just shaking what my mama gave me, I guess. And, you know, I think about Dolly Parton. Mm -hmm. I think about her from the waist up. You know, I got it from the waist down. I'm like, I'm just going, I'm just going to do my thing. And um, just like you said, you know, of course, it kind of threw me off guard at first. But I'm like, heck no, we're going to embrace this. This is, if this is a part of my story, if it brings the people in and they listen to the music and they stick around because of the music, hell yeah. Your drummer must have the best view in country that's music. Everybody, everybody's like, that's a lucky drummer back there. And the drummer's like my brother. So he's like, y'all nasty. <laughs> <laughs> the Countryline Songwriters Series with Lainey Wilson. More episodes from this series are available on the Countryline app and website, or just search for the Countryline Songwriters Series wherever you normally get your podcasts.